0: All right, Mr. Zion, we are here Dr. D's Social Network Podcast. Thank you for joining me, man.
1: Uh, No problem. You know, it's always a pleasure getting to hop on and just share my story, share some motivation, and, you know, just have a good conversation. You know, it's what it's about, connecting with people, having just good conversations, and just getting to really uh, get a deeper understanding of the type of world we live in, you know? Yeah,
0: most definitely. I actually, uh, probably like a lot of people, I started knowing about you through your Netflix documentary and Mm -hmm. I was scrolling through a while back. I was like, what's this? And I looked at it and man, it blew my mind. Like I'm sure, I mean, all the stuff you're doing, tell us about the beginning. How did it all start? I mean, obviously it was a, a very different beginning in life. It seems like, you know?
1: Uh, yeah. Um, um, with what I'm doing now, you know, I don't touch always on my background too heavy, but I, uh, Went through the foster care system the first 17 years of my life, suffered a lot of different things, uh, a lot of different, very cool experiences. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I came out better on the other side of getting adopted by my mom, her name's Kimberly, Uh, into my family with my two oh, sisters, oh. Uh, Indy and uh, Kwe. And my sister actually just had a baby, my little niece, Roger, like four weeks ago. Awesome. So, you know, family's still getting even bigger. And it's just, you know, it's been a blessing. Uh, just to give him another chance at life. And with that chance, I was able to become like a two-time track and field state champ, became one of the best wrestlers in the state of Ohio, then one of the best wrestlers in the country, wrestling for Kent State. And it was just – it just seemed so surreal. And with everything I'm doing now, I, you know, I'm glad I went through all those experiences. I'm glad I suffered losses. I'm glad I suffered defeats in all my athletics and in just real-life situations Because, you know, I came out on the other end with a purpose and a reason to be here to help change the world for
0: the better. Yeah, most definitely. You're definitely doing that. You mentioned adoption. Uh, We adopted our daughter. It's been a blessing, you know, doing adoption. It's been incredible. But Mm -hmm. take me through a little bit and talk about no excuses. Let's talk about that. What does that mean in your mind, in your journey?
1: Oh, no excuses. You know, I have that tatted right on my back and it's, it really means a lot to me. You know, it was one of the first tattoos I ever got and uh, sorry, I drank this water too fast. Sorry. And um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you no, know, no excuses, you know, to me, that means you hold yourself accountable. You really work your hardest every day. You don't give reason to fold and stay down. You know, you, give yourself purpose to go up and go after what you believe in every day. You know, I have I have all these purposes of being an athlete, being a motivational speaker, being an author all for the purpose of I want to show people that you really can be anything you want to be and with no excuses I can do exactly that because no excuses it embodies all of it, you know. When someone says no excuses, most people they aren't going to look at you right in your face and give you no excuse because just told him no excuses, don't make any excuses. Oh. You know, excuses are a way into laziness, excuses are a way into giving up, excuses, excuses are a way into just simply folding. But when it comes to no excuses, it's completely reversed. Mm-hmm. The roles are reversed, everything is reversed. And you know, I think that if you live that way, and you not just by no excuses, but you live your life with a purpose and you're motivated by something every day, whether it's just making your bed. Yep. Or going out there and winning a world title or it doesn't matter what it is. If, if you have a purpose, at least one thing in your whole day that gives you purpose. Do that thing every day and don't give yourself an excuse not to do it.
0: Most definitely. So, I mean, tell me through so your mindset every day when you wake up of how you want to live that. What's a typical like no excuses based day for you?
1: Uh, You know, it's just I just live my life, man. You know, I wake up every day about six o'clock every day. And I just kind of look over the plan that I went over with my um, agent yesterday or the day before. And, you know, I just kind of just, you know, just prepare myself mentally. Uh, You know, I I don't do all the things where, you know, like I write stuff down in a book or I talk to myself or nothing like that. I just get up. And the way I know that I'm embodying no excuses, I make my bed. I, I stay active. You know, I don't like to just sit around all day. I make sure I go out and achieve some, something.
0: Yeah. I mean, it sounds like you, obviously if people will see when they watch this episode, a lot of your training videos before this, and they see Mm -hmm. how hard you work, where does the work ethic come from? Is that something you developed or is that more innate for you that you've
1: had? Uh, I've always had the mindset of, you know, if I can't do something, I'm going to keep trying to do it. You know, that's what I had to just incorporate with regular life, given uh, my disability, with call regression syndrome. Uh, so it really made, it, it really was just like, you know, I don't, I never really, I never really was like, oh, I'm going to go work hard every day. It's like, all right, I need to figure this out. If I want to continue yeah. living my life, how I want to live my life. Yeah. And then I got that work ethic from the sport of wrestling, which I'm in my 17th year now. I started when I was a little kid. Wow. And, you know, with that, you know, there's a saying, once you've wrestled, everything else in life becomes easy. I'm kind of starting <laughs> to believe it.
0: You're starting to feel it.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: What is it about wrestling? I mean, obviously, I watch it in the documentary about you. What is it about the sport of wrestling that is a little bit different than other things?
1: Oh, well, first off, it's the first sport known to man. It's mentioned in the Bible twice, It's mentioned in a couple of Apple historic books twice, uh, mm-hmm. dating back to ancient times. And with that being said, what is so awesome about the sport is that when you step out there, it's nobody but you and the other guy. And, yeah, you have your backing of your team and your coaches. But at the end of the day, it's you. You're imposing your will on your opponent. And they're trying to impose their will on you. And whoever's will is the strongest. By the end of the six to ten minutes, then they're the victim. And I like that because it really shows, like, who has enough heart to really keep it going and who has enough drive to keep pushing, even though they're hurt, even though, you know, you might have a torn muscle, even though you might have a black eye and you can't see, you know, you really find out who has the strength to continue to push forward because, you know, wrestling is not a sport for everybody. It's no,
0: not. no. Wrestling
1: can get very dangerous. Yes. But at the same time, if you're confident and you work hard, you can survive. Most
0: definitely. And if definitely. you can
1: survive in the sport, tell you right now, if you keep pushing yourself, you can thrive in it, too.
0: That's amazing. I mean, I was a collegiate track and field athlete, and I spent a lot of time with wrestlers man that i mean track and field training is very difficult but oh no don't
1: get me wrong i I feel that man you know it right yeah to be one of the fastest guys in the country currently it's a lot of hard work
0: it's hard work it's a lot of training for a little bit of time that you spend yeah i know
1: you train months for a third for me it's like a 13 14 second race
0: (laughs) right all the effort for a short amount of time i mean you know at least with the wrestlers, I remember do I love to train with a lot of different types of sports and stuff. I remember thinking like this is like more than training. This is like your being. This oh yeah, like no, it's your definitely essence. a
1: lifestyle. If you're not committed, if you're not committing your body to being a martial artist, well, let's just take it like let's pick it apart. Like yeah. if you if you can't get your head around being a martial artist, whether it's wrestling, fighting, anything like that, you're just not gonna survive. Um I've seen people come into my gyms, my gym in LA. Shout out to my team body shop guys. Some of the most savages dudes on the planet. AJ McKee just won his first my boy just won his first world title. Nice. Uh you got my boy Joey, you got Kimbo Slice Jr. Baby Slice. What's up, boy? Baby Slice. Yeah, you got just a whole bunch of just top level uh just athletes in there. But like you can't just walk into a gym like that and expect everything to go your way. You know, I kind of had that same mindset, and I almost—it was almost too much for me. A couple years ago, I walked into that gym, and I'm getting punched in the face by like Kimbo Slice the second.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: and it was rattling my brain, and it was like really making me think. Like, am I cut for this? By the end of the day, if you have that drive, this what makes the sport special compared to all the other sports is that one you're conditioned like on like none other. Yes. Um, you you train for ten minutes, but Honestly, you train for way more than 10 minutes.
0: Yeah, most definitely. And,
1: you know what I mean? And on top of that, that sport, it really activates that fight, flight, fight, or freeze uh, mm-hmm. reaction. Yeah, we have three reactions when it comes to situations of high stress fight, flight, freeze. So some people will fight, which is what you want. Mm-hmm. Some people will freeze, which is <laughs> just, you know, dumb. Yeah. And then some people will like flee, which means they'll just try to avoid you the whole time and not really put much work into it. And that's not good either because eventually you're going to get taken down. Yeah. And the crap beat out of you. You know what I mean? For sure. But like with fighting, it also just builds like a tenacity. Being a martial artist builds a certain resilience and tenacity. And that's what I've been able to project into everything else to what I do now. Every time I go to do something, man, like I've, I've never skateboarded really a day in my life i went to a skate park for maybe 45 minutes last year and got really messed up and then i just came around went uh, to, to the skate park in orange county like two weeks ago and it was you know i just was like all right no more fear no more just feeling like you're gonna get hurt like you wrestle dude you fight like you felt what much worse pain
0: right you know
1: So I was just going out there and I was just yeeting myself on some real stuff.
0: Right, right. And
1: uh, I was sticking, I was sticking landings. I was hitting kick flips. you know, something that I never would have imagined myself doing. But once you remove that barrier of fear and just holding, it's holding, that's holding you back. It's just, just, you can do anything. And with wrestling and fighting and just martial arts, there's a lot of fear that goes into that. You're not, no one wants to just go and fight. Another person, especially if they're bigger and faster and stronger than them.
0: Yep.
1: And nobody wants to do that. Yeah. And that's where fear comes into play. But some people are able to channel it and use it as motivation in the way that I channel my fears, I channel my struggles, I channel all my pains, and I turn them into gas.
0: Because mm.
1: I, I view I view myself as a machine that can just keep pushing forward as long as I got the right fuel.
0: Yeah, I mean it's very evident in all the videos and things I'm and saying. Uh, and h- I want to add on: How does your faith coincide with that? Being a Christian, I'm also a Christian. I, I love to hear your perspective on that.
1: Yeah, so I'm not like you what you would say your typical Christian. You know, I don't. Uh, if I'm if I'm gonna be truthful, I don't always go to church uh, just because I'm. I'm just that busy with my life. Yeah. But at the same time, I pray with my mom every time I talk to her. I carry my Bible around. I'll read it uh, every once in a while. You know, I, I pray pretty often mm. to just make sure that the blessings keep coming and I'm able to support myself and my family and future family I'm, I'm going to have. You know, And it's it, I just make sure that everything I do, when I win, when people ask me what do I give all my credit to, I say I give it to God and my family.
0: Yeah. That's amazing. Uh, And I think I actually had somebody on, we were talking about kind of the current version of Christianity where church is changing a bit and people aren't going as much, but there's still this very large belief in God and the closeness with it. And I can see that that's a big aspect Mm -hmm. for you. When have you felt like you've had to lean on that faith the most in your life?
1: Uh, Honestly, just uh, I wasn't a big part of my life up until just a couple of years ago, honestly. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong, I've been around the church and in the church and stuff. Uh, most of my life is how I became a drummer um, when I was really little and nice. up to now. Uh, but it was more so that after I was taken in by my mom, she, she was a very religious woman. And um, she kind of just laid it on me. And I started to see, like, I don't I don't know, just things started to happen so naturally in the right way. Yeah. I had no other choice but to believe You know what I mean?
0: Right, right. I mean, it sounds like your mom wanted, obviously, like most moms, they want the best for you and they want, oh, you, know, a doubt. you know, that, and they see the challenges that all people have in different ways. Was there ever a period in this journey that obviously it's continuing that was like a low point where you're like, maybe question yourself a little bit?
1: Uh, a couple times over the last three years, uh, I had a lot of low points, a lot of crap I had to deal with, a lot yeah. of shady people, a lot of
0: uh,
1: failures, injuries, whatever you want to call it, you know, but uh, this year is completely different. And I'm not saying that, you know, just because new year, new me, new year. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 I'm not saying that, but right. all the work that I put in the last three years, starting like a couple of days ago, has all been put in the motion. Awesome. You know, like I've been put, I put about three years of work into just like this coming year. Wow. And um, it's just, I don't know, I, I don't even know what to say exactly. But it, it's like all this time, you know, I've, I've messed up and I've made mistakes and I've suffered a lot of losses and failures and just had to completely start over a few different times and figure mm-hmm. out what my plan is. Uh, But, you know, it's, like I said, every time you fail, every time you suffer loss, you learn. So all I've been doing is just learning from my own mistakes, taking advice from other people, learning from their mistakes, uh, so I can make the right actions, make the right choices, and hopefully stay successful.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you you mentioned the three years of work. What is that being funneled into? What are the things or the projects that that is culminating in?
1: Uh, just a lot of stuff behind the camera, a lot of different uh, businesses and organizations I've been uh, working with to try uh, and start some cool things and shit like that. And then on top of that, you know, I have an acting career. I'm a still, I'm a multi-sport professional athlete. You know, I was just a rookie a couple of years ago. Now I'm turning into a seasoned vet. I'm getting faster times, higher level performances. You know, I'm turning i'm hitting like the prime i think close up soon i'm going to be hitting the prime like my prime i think and it's just everything's falling into place to where like all right i can go in there and i can really knock somebody around that i probably should like a couple years ago would have had no business even being in the same room room with you know
0: right right are there any other sports that you're looking to do in the future it seems like you're you're moving from one sport to the next trying to master it do well there's something you really want to do in the future oh, I mean I'm
1: I'm not really like jumping from sport to sport fighting wrestling and all that 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 to me is all under all under, in the same it's vein. all under one yeah. umbrella they all help yeah. me get better at the, at the other other one like jiu-jitsu helps me with my wrestling wrestling helps me with my jiu- jiu-jitsu wrestling helps me with my striking right wrestling helps me with everything
0: when it comes right. to fighting how did the track and field come into your life?
1: I watched my sister win a state title with a torn MCL.
0: Whoa.
1: And yeah, she jumped 18.5 and a half feet in a long jump to take the girls' uh, <laughs> state title and break the state record uh, back when we were in high school. And I was just like, I want to do something like that. So next thing yeah. you know, I started training. And the next thing you know, I was a state champ too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, man. And
1: like, we were back-to-back state champs for two years. So, like, when you walk into my high school, there's a big thing uh, with all the state champs lined up. And, like, my sister and I were right next to each other on the, like, walls, like, forever. It's pretty cool.
0: And that's really cool to be able to do that. And now, like, you, forgive me if I'm wrong about this, you've been in the Olympics, but uh, two different Olympics, right? Or is No, that-
1: actually, I haven't made the team yet. I've always been super close.
0: You've been close. Uh, okay.
1: Yeah, because a lot of these guys I'm going against, they're all, like, doing this stuff 10-plus years. I'm only really in, like, my sixth year. I see um but even that doesn't even matter though i'm just figuring it out still uh because yeah. over the last couple of years i've always been like top two in the country for the united states so like if i didn't make the a team for the olympic team i'd make the b team
0: yeah and
1: they send me to like a different country right. um either way it's still repping team usa but i'm still not i'm still not at the very top yet you know what i mean i think yeah. this coming year i can feel it in my bones this last track season was so weird due to covid and yeah, everything yeah course Uh, and just like the timing like they first it was like we're not gonna have a track season and last minute oh we're gonna have a track season but it's only gonna be four races so make sure you get all the best times you got in in four (laughs) races i was just like what what the hell you know what i mean like yeah and i still finished top four in the country i actually got fourth at the trials in minneapolis on nbc and um yeah it was it was such a close race Honestly, I couldn't I couldn't tell if I got, like, second or fourth right. place. Like, that's how close it was.
0: Yeah. No cl- No
1: clue of what I finished. All I knew is, like, I didn't win because the dude I got first was probably about that much in front of us. And that's crazy. Yeah. It's <laughs> such a long like, Yeah. So, like, I had a good year this past year. I still hit some record times I've never hit before. Yeah. Uh, from personal, you know, I still have track me records across all these different track meets I've been to. Um, but it's like that I'm getting into the point where like, OK, I'm now really starting to understand this. It's, it's about it's about to be my turn to take over. It's,
0: it's Zion's turn. It's coming up. <laughs> <Without> <laughs> Tell me doubt. about the acting and stuff like obviously a lot of people have seen you from the Netflix documentary. Was that a springboard towards more work in that area or how it Absolutely how, not. Yeah. No,
1: no. This kind of popped up uh, just kind of randomly just from the people I was kind of meeting and just uh, like somehow got well connected. And when they're just like, Oh dude, you'd be big behind the screen. Next thing you know, I'm doing commercials. I'm about to be in two very big movies. I can't say,
0: don't say anything Zion. No, I'm I'm legally not
1: allowed to, you know, I don't want to get in trouble or nothing. Of course. But, uh, two very big movies coming out in the next like year, two years. Filming
0: starts this year. That's awesome, man. Yeah. so uh, gotta be so pumped about this.
1: Yeah, I'm so excited. <laughs> my first time on like the big screen, like movie theater, big screen.
0: What was that like the whole experience?
1: Oh, uh, the Netflix thing, you know, it was just a very short interaction with this producing company for like a week and then they disappeared and then they called me up again because they submitted uh, the short film, The Sundance yeah. and then it ended up getting best short film at, at the Sundance Film Festival. And then proceeded to get the best short film at almost all the film festivals across the planet. And then next thing you know, Netflix is like, "Hey, we want this." Yeah. And now it's been on Netflix for three and a half years. I have the longest running short documentary in Netflix history currently. Really? Yeah. Man, it's That's
0: been because that long? Keep, it's
1: like it's for for years on end. People just keep watching it.
0: Yeah, well, it's it's just like it's easy to digest. It's not that long, if I remember it.
1: 12 minutes
0: yeah but it like says so much in 12 minutes yeah i think that's the beautiful thing it, it like encapsulates everything about what it's trying to say in that amount of time for it it's actually really amazing um just how well it's put together and just your story you know do you ever do you have, if people ask you about your disability, does, does that ever bother you? Or do you feel like, hey, I, I can talk about it. It doesn't bother me. What's your feelings on that?
1: Um, You know, I never, I never really care. Yeah. You know, people are curious. It's when you start being, um, simply like say, it, like if you're just simply being an asshole, you know, and, and I, that's what I call those people. And I'm a real, I'm a real dude, man. Yeah, like I just, know. I keep it, I keep it a buck. <laughs> on everything yeah. and if you're being like that then i don't have time for you i just ignore you but if you're like a kid or like if you're someone that's naturally curious and you actually want to hold a conversation you're not just coming up to me asking me yeah. uh just that one question and yeah i'll entertain you and i'll talk to you you know what i mean it's just a level of level of
0: respect of course of course yeah no i you know i was i was curious about that because you know in, some people they have different feelings about different things like that and how they see themselves and how that defines or doesn't define their existence for that you know so i was curious about it but i mean man i'm so excited for people to see these videos before this video because zion's putting in massive work i'm talking like massive work in these videos the video of you doing the plyo box jumps i put that on there it's incredible. Oh,
1: like the like the big box.
0: Yeah, thing. the big box, man. Yeah. <laughs> this is that's a sick video. <laughs> I mean,
1: like I just recently got strong enough to where I can jump that high. Okay. Yeah.
0: So, so did I, you start like, like at a smaller box initially? I
1: mean, I started at like I could still jump pretty high, but like yeah, that big box. I was I'm at the point where I'm stacking two decent sized boxes on each other.
0: Wow. So it's like
1: that it was a process, you know. I had to really develop. Uh, that, ex- that, ex- that spring action yes. in my wrist and my arms. And, you know, because I'm doing a lot of things that most people probably wouldn't do on their oh. hands because, like, to a normal person, doing what I do is probably very damaging to your wrist.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But, like, not for me.
0: Well, I wouldn't, you know, physiologically, I mean, you're used to being on your hands. So, exactly. you're used to having weight bearing load on your hands all the time. So, everybody else is generally on their feet all the time. And they don't spend, and that's actually as in my training career with people, I work with people. We spend a lot of time on our hands actually and on the ground. Because it's kind of funny, as you get older, you start leaving the ground in general. You know, people are afraid to fall, get hurt, and stuff like that. So, anyways, they can set an advantage to be able to use your hands well, you know?
1: Yeah. That's, what, that's, that's for sure. But to me, again, that's just like to me walking on my hands is just like you guys walking with your legs. Yeah, of
0: course. Yeah, most definitely. Now, I'm thinking about this. How do you, do you have a coach when you're training? Like, how influential have your coaches been into helping you develop this strength and endurance? Oh,
1: every day. I train with them every day. At the arena, up in the body shop. Yeah. The Chula Vista Olympic Training Center. So, like, I have access to some of the best coaches around, and I have access to the best wrestlers and the best fighters across the whole planet. And just in in the next like week and a half, I'm going to be kicking it with John Jones, training with him. Nice.
0: Very nice. Tell me a little bit about the book, the Zion book. Uh, I I read it. I I think it's awesome. But I'd love for the audience to hear a little bit about this book that you put out.
1: Yeah. So my book Zion Matched. uh, fun fact, currently it's in the UK, the US and Canada. And currently it's the number one editor's pick on Amazon. And it's also in almost all select targets across the world. And uh, it's a book that I want people of all ages to be able to relate to, people to be able to just look at and really feel my message, even though it's not your traditional book with chapters or nothing like that. It's more so things that I said and just my viewpoints on how I view the world that I feel that. If sharing that with everybody and sharing how I see things and how I think could give people a better understanding on what it really means to just be happy with your own self and your own life.
0: That's great. It's a great book. I encourage everybody to check it out. What's been the best part of this whole experience, Zion, and all the training, all the work, all the messages, the TV, everything. What's been the best part?
1: Honestly, I get to do what I want my own time. I mean, not the training, you know, training. I have to do that at certain times. Time. <laughs> right, right. But like everything else, it's really like on my own time. I work my own hours. You know, I, I'm able to really comfortably live my life. You know, I'm not like stuck to a nine to five job uh, every day. You know, that would make it hard to do a lot of the things that I do. Yeah. You know, and I, was, I used to work a nine to five job. I used to lay brick all through college.
0: Oh, man. Yeah and no uh, more of that <laughs> like, yeah never never,
1: never. <laughs> but you know like i'm I've, i have more freedom whether it's financial freedom whether it's just peace of mind you know like i said i'm living my own life man i'm 24 years old i just turned 24 a couple months ago
0: wow it seems but like you have know, like, lived longer than that based off of all the stuff you've been doing you know
1: i know right but like like, seriously, like me being at 24, I got, I got a lot of time to go yeah, experience things and do cool stuff. Like, I just got my passport. So I'm getting ready to go like out the country and start touring nice. different parts of the world. So like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm really excited because I can do what I want on my own time. If I don't want to do something, I just say, I don't want to do it.
0: Yeah. That's an amazing feeling. I think most humans aspire to is to just be able to do what they'd like to do on their own time and to do it at such a young age. I think is incredibly uh, powerful. You know, you got your life ahead of you to do that. Yeah, I'm, ex-
1: I'm excited to see what happens, man.
0: What do you want it like? What's like the big thing you want to do? Is there anything like a huge goal beyond what you're already doing that you want to accomplish? No,
1: because all my biggest goals are what I'm working for right now.
0: That's awesome, man.
1: You know, like aside from that, I just want to be happy, do what yeah. I want. You know, yeah. Maybe like throw more yacht parties.
0: <laughs> More yacht. Oh, wait, hold on. More yacht parties. What was the other yacht parties like?
1: <laughs> I mean, the the last two yacht parties. Yeah, well, I want to know. The <laughs> <laughs> no, one was on. I flew into San Diego on New Year's Eve. Was at my crib for maybe about thirty minutes, and then hopped on a yacht to like two a.m. Wow. Uh, like so it was something. like on the yacht from like seven thirty to two a.m. It was just ridiculous. Oh
0: my gosh, that just sounds a good.
1: Just a good time, and then a weekend or like a week and a half before that why well, not this is
0: this is the last weekend zion the timeline here i mean
1: <laughs> yeah no this is last weekend i was uh yeah i threw a i threw my own personal event uh christmas like send off yeah and yeah it was it was definitely going <laughs> yeah,
0: there's a definitely. lot more there i can sense it man i feel yeah. it yeah <laughs> he's like yeah <laughs> he's like we'll keep that on on the down low man
1: <laughs> yeah no just that's not those good times man, man a yacht good party people. that's amazing
0: wow mm-hmm. some more yacht parties more good times more freedom yeah like
1: i just want to be able to live you know everybody's like oh why do you like to party and all this stuff like dude i'm 24 years old
0: if i mm-hmm. want to go out
1: to a club i'll go out to a club but that doesn't change my mission of what I'm trying to do with what I'm doing right now. Like I obviously know. like there's such thing called moderation.
0: Oh yeah. Listen, I'm 43 and I like to do the things you like to do believe me, right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not I haven't stopped partying, man. So let, just let that be a lesson, Zion. Never stop partying.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, like never not even that. Just never stop enjoying yourself if you, what what you're doing if you're if you're not enjoying yourself whether it's work or being around people or going to certain places you're just not enjoying yourself maybe do something else change it up
0: yeah i agree i mean you got it listen you got it it's you got one chance here you know this one body this one existence here on earth make it count enjoy your time love people care about them you know work hard all these things that you seem to be really good at doing i seriously you don't seem like you're 24 man how do I? Like person? I thought he was like 2 or 30 maybe or something. <laughs> like just from all yeah. the stuff you've done, like it's like yeah. you packed a lot in in a short amount of time of living so far. You know.
1: I mean, a lot of it I was kind of just kind of forced into it. That mm. a lot of things, in my experiences, especially the harder parts of my life,
0: yeah, it
1: wasn't by choice. You know. Sure.
0: So in turn, yeah. I had
1: to I had to kind of grow up quicker and mature faster if I was going to survive.
0: mm yeah, no, no, it makes sense based off your story and stuff. But man, look where you're at now. I mean, 24, you're rocking it, man. You're doing the stuff you want to do. And uh I really appreciate you just giving me some of your time. Man. I know you're busy doing oh, all your that. stuff, but I love connecting, man. Have more yacht parties. Definitely have more yacht <laughs> parties. I'm telling you, do it.
1: Oh, yeah, man. If you're ever in California, you're more than welcome to hop on one. I will, me.
0: man. I'm I'm definitely going to be there like March or something like that. I'm going to be in California.
1: Oh, bet. Listen, if I'm throwing something, you're invited. San Diego.
0: That's what I'm saying. I love San Diego, man. I'm, I I travel <laughs> quite a bit all around the West Coast. I'm on the West Coast, you know, like you. Like oh, you think, so. word. Okay. I'm in Washington State. Well, Northwest, Pacific Northwest. But it's a quick oh, trip. Oh, so you're,
1: you're way up there.
0: I'm at the border of Canada, literally on the border. Oh, yeah. Wow. Beautiful place. Vancouver is close, like thirty-five minutes from me. so Okay,
1: okay. Yeah,
0: it's it's up there. But it's I've heard beautiful.
1: stories about
0: Vancouver. Oh, it's a great place. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you like I said that.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, no. I definitely, I definitely understood you.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's a great place. You know, it's just a vibe. It's got a great yeah, vibe. Yeah, no. I
1: heard it's like it's complete. It's totally different though. Like.
0: Yeah. It's like, a big melting pot.
1: Big nightlife.
0: Very city, but clean. Super clean city. Yeah, that's what I heard. It's real nice. Yes. It's definitely worth a visit, Zion. It's totally worth a visit.
1: Yeah, I have some buddies that go there pretty often. So I might
0: tag along one of these times. Yeah, why not, man? I'm 35 minutes from there. So if you're on the way there, you got a place to be, man. Hang out. Oh, weird. All right, bet, bet. Yeah, man. Well, listen. Thank you so much for your time and uh, for being you, inspiring a lot of people. And uh, you know, tell everybody where they could catch you next. You know, all your channels, all that stuff, man.
1: Uh, if you can, you can catch me on my Instagram. Just look up Big Z on Instagram. I'll pop up on the first choice that pops up when you type in Big Z. Uh, then Facebook Zion Clark. Uh, watch out for the fake pages. My page has the check mark. Everybody else is fake okay uh and then snapchat again Let type look up zion clark you can find my official snapchat channel and then one of my most youtube also look up zion clark and if you want to be tapped in all my speaking engagements and everything i do if you go to my instagram my bio you can click on the link it'll take you straight to my link tree you can listen to all my speeches i have most of my speeches on youtube also uh i just have everything i'm doing pretty much all over the place so Just look up Zion Clark, you can find
0: me honestly. You can find him, it'll be it's easy, guys. Well, Zion, again, thank you so much, man. I really appreciate you and uh, enjoy what looks like very nice weather, actually.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a little chilly this morning, but it's going to get up to like 60, 65.
0: It's like California chilly where it's like, oh, it's kind of cold, but it's like 58. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I mean, it's not cold to me, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. People outside because I'm from Ohio.
0: Oh, it's cold. Yeah, yeah. Freezing in Ohio in the winter. Jeez, man.
1: (laughs) So like, when I see people out with jackets and stuff, I'll be like, if I was wearing that jacket, I'd be sweating.
0: Sweating, man. man.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But you take it easy, man. You're all right. You
0: you too, Uh, man. All right, stay in touch for sure.